let's let's get this party started. Um, hey Pete. Hey Simon. What the heck is mechatronics? Oh boy, that is a question yeah. full of nuance. Considering like we're of all the people I know, we're the ones who should be able to answer this question since we work ostensibly in mechatronics. I have mm-hmm. a degree in mechatronics, sort of, kind of. <laughs> I, I know Waterloo gives out degrees in mechatronics, but I don't actually know anyone. Well, I know someone who went into that program, but I didn't know him after he graduated, so I have no idea what he learned. Yeah, I, I, I'm in the same boat. I know people who went into that program and graduated, and I know what they learned, but uh, they weren't me. So that's about as far as my depth of knowledge goes. What, what was your program again? I did systems and computer engineering, but I specialized in mechatronics. That's right. weird. So what did, what did they tell you mechatronics was to make you think that uh, specializing in mechatronics would be a good idea? Uh, mm-hmm. Robots, pretty much. They were like, if you do mechatronics, uh, okay. you get to play with robots. And I was like, I am in. Let's do this. Sold. <laughs> that's, that's why mechatronics. I've done all, yeah. <laughs> all right. By definition, mechatronics is playing with robots. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Episode done. Yeah. That's the end of the definition. No, I mean, traditionally, the definition that they, I, I'm presuming, gave us, which is similar to the definition that is the one you find on Google, um, other than apparently what you were just saying about Wikipedia, is, ju- is that mechatronics is a combination of computer programming, electrical engineering, and mechanical engineering mm-hmm. yeah i think wikipedia throws in a bunch of other like they throw in systems and communications and like compute like other computer engineering sub disciplines yeah but i i think it, it probably has the same sort of problem that like systems engineering does where it can mean so many different things depending on what sub disciplines you are going to apply you can yeah. do mechatronics using mostly electrical mostly mechanical or mostly I don't know, microsystems, like they're all mechatronics, but they're all doing different things that are unique to those kinds of applications. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, it, it's um, as we've sort of come to, to start to generalize recently, you can also not only talk about just specifically mechatronics, electronics or electrical engineering and uh, software engineering, but you can also talk about the bridges between them to a certain extent with some applications where it's like, okay, well, how does mechanical and electrical engineering come together? How does software and mechanical engineering come together? And uh, those also become elements that you can lump into the, the spectrum, I guess. Yeah. Well, in each of those, like the lines between each of those engineering subdisciplines are kind of blurred. Like uh, that was one of the questions that came up a lot when I was in undergrad as computer engineering was becoming more of a, of a prevalent program. And people weren't clear like where you drew the line between electrical and computer engineering. Like they all they always get lumped together. Yeah. And uh, so that they, I think like in their in that case they tended to say sort of everything above five volts is electrical, everything below five volts is computer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we did take all the same classes between electrical <laughs> and computer, with very little difference. Is that true? Because I we didn't have electrical engineering when I was in school, but uh, I didn't take any programs that were similar to any other engineers generally in terms of the software stuff I did. But really? that could just have been, I went to a weird school, I guess. That's fine. No, I was always grouped like as an electrical, I was always with computer and then always with biomedical as well. Cause we all took all the same core courses. Hmm. Interesting. And then we sometimes took, you know, special courses in our fourth year or whatever. But for the most part, we took all the same core courses. 
Hmm. I, I think the the general the diff, the difference or the division along like voltage lines makes sense in that like electrical engineering also includes things like power engineering and like analog systems, whereas mm-hmm. computer engineering tends to be far more exclusively digital. And it's yeah, it, it, that's it true. Usually functions down in the like zero to five volt range. You're very rarely doing computer engineering on signals that are like 400 volts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, how about since we're people who ostensibly work in mechan- mechatronics, um, do you want to just sort of abandon defining it since even people like us can't really define it and just go with mechatronics or not? Kind of take a page out of John Syracuse's book. Like the, yeah, robot or not? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's... yeah. Yeah. Mechatronics or not? I, I, I can't do it because <laughs> I'm going to get sued. Um <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll dub it over with something different. Dubstep. Just oh, <laughs> oh. Boy. finally, um, I can do it. Oh boy. Um, yeah, you've been even wanting to use that one dubstep uh, clip since I like know. episode one. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, in hindsight, if if he actually did do that uh, to all the people listening, we're sorry. Uh, if yeah. he didn't, then you were spared a great. Uh, I I don't know what how to, even how to describe it. It'll Offense. all come down to who gets to edit this. <laughs> and seeing as how there's three parallel Skype tracks, I think it's probably going to be the winner and the loser. <laughs> yeah, we should we should tell the people listening, if this sounds like particularly garbage compared to our usual episodes, it's the first one where all of us are in different places. No one, None mm-hmm. of us can see each other right now. Yeah, the weather outside is frightful and our quality and is less than delightful. Yeah, and I have oh, a new man. baby, so I'm not leaving my house. Yeah. Okay, um, so... Okay, so Playing with robots. Let's start with that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, BB-8. I mean, like, oh yeah. Like, well, robotics in general, you could have, you can make a robot, and it can be purely. Well, there are parts of the robot that are purely mechanical and parts that are purely electrical, but the robot as a whole has to be mechatronic. They have to talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically, if you check the three check boxes of mechanical, electrical, and software, robots generally check all three. You have electrical yeah. systems that drive mechanical systems, and the software gives it a purpose. Yeah, and there are a lot more things, a lot more products than people would think that have that meet that. Actually, this is a cool, actually a cool, uh, yeah, uh, experiment because there are a lot more things. This is like um, automotive engineering, like cars, totally mechatronic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it used to be. Oh yeah, used to be purely mechanical, and then it became mechanical and electrical, and now it's unbelievably software driven. Mm-hmm. Like I think most people don't realize just how many little computers there are in their car. Oh yeah, like there's a little there's computer that controls hundreds. your brakes. There's a little computer that controls your windshield wipers. There's a little control like, it's a pretty yeah. amazing. Oh, I was reading about like CAN buses, and I was amazed at just like how complex the process of just like making your dashboard talk to your engine control talk to your like the pump that runs your windshield washer like. It's each of them is a computer where it would have just been like relays and switches before. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, what's a CAN we, bus? Okay, yeah, CAN bus. Uh, well, CAN stands for Controller Area Network, and it is a oh boy, it's a multi-master system. So it, there are a whole bunch of computers on the network, and instead of having a master and a slave, like one controller and a bunch of things that are being controlled, they're all masters they can all control other things or they can send messages that will control other things and so you can have it's all on one wire and then you send messages back and forth and all the messages are received and then filtered based on addressing yeah i mean the the main advantage is essentially that you have one wire so if you think about all the computers in your car 
there be, to save on having to run a wire, which is expensive to every single computer of all of the hundreds of computers. They're basically mm-hmm. all just daisy chained with a single wire. And then whenever you want to send a message to or from a given computer, you just say, all right, computer number 47, which is the anti-lock brake on the rear back tire, on the rear left tire. Uh, I got a, I got a message for you from the ECU and it just yeah, gets, it, cool. it gets passed down the chain. Mm-hmm. And the really cool thing about it is that because it's like everything is constantly trying to talk on the wire at the same time. And, uh, the way it does it is it, you have the ability, each device has the ability to, I think, pull the line low, but not drive it high. And so the address is a binary number and the last, uh, address to try to drive the line high. So the one with the lowest binary value is the one that gets control of the line. And so you can control what like what order things get sent on the data line by giving them different addresses. The smaller the number, the more important the message. Cool. So it's pretty it's a really neat system. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's 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 a really complex system and it's one that a lot of people don't even realize is going on in yeah. their car all the time. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. nowadays with uh cars like some of the higher end like S class Mercedes cars where they've got like IR cameras and lane finding cameras and greater guided cruise control and um, a lot of the sports cars have like dynamic differentials and all sorts of stuff. Like everything's got a computer now. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. All right, so cars, yeah. cars automotive check. engineering, definitely mechatronics. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, what else is interesting? Um, how about like power systems, power grid management? I I don't know <sighs> if, it, if if it meets the requirements. It's got, certainly got electrical and software. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, don't I mean, know, it, I don't know if you'd call it. I, I think only at the point where there's like a giant switch that like turns on or off. I, I don't know if they're ever mechanical, like there yeah. are arc switches and, and like arc breakers. But uh, so I, I would say that it probably doesn't power in general, doesn't meet the mech. It would certainly be part of a mechatronic system, but mm-hmm. a power, a power network probably no. isn't a mechatronic. I, system. I'd say no. What yeah. about a laptop? Ooh. Um, I, I'm going to well, go with I mean, no personally, especially the, I'm the also going to go with no. If yeah. it's all if it's all solid state, exactly. If you've got a if you've got a hard drive or a disc, like anything with spinning discs, would definitely be mechatronic. But even then, I would say a hard drive is mechatronic, not a laptop. Okay, yeah, that's that's mm. probably true. But then we're we're, I, we're defining in that case. Sorry, um, we're defining in that case mechanical as being something that's actuated, not something that is actuated, because a keyboard is mechanical and a touchpad right, is mechanical. What's, what's your distinction? Something that's actuated versus something that's actuated. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I heard that too. Okay. I'm something, what, okay, <laughs> something that is actuated by the mechatronic system versus something that acts as a sensor and is actuated by an external party. So a keyboard oh, versus okay. like mm. something that pokes out of your laptop and punches you in the nose. <laughs> That's a weird feature. I totally want that in my laptop. I want like, yeah, like the comical <laughs> thing where like a boxing glove comes out of a door. I want to be able to do that with a computer. It's like the uh, the useless machine where a little finger comes out and turns off the laptop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the, yeah, the little box with the switch on it. And you flip the switch and a little hand comes out and turns the switch off again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, that, I, I that feel like... That is definitely a mechatronic system. I feel like um, switches like a keyboard are more electrical than mechanical, but that's definitely a, a nig- niggling point. I'd, I'd say more electrical as well. I you could do it with a purely like purely electrical like yeah. the piezo sensor or something you don't need mechanical for that yeah exactly mhm okay now, so I mean, like old like older computer systems where they had like where you had like tape drives and stuff would have been a lot more um 
like mechatronic. But then, then I feel like the drive doing. is is the part, not the the computer itself. But I mean, like you're you are changing the physical state of like actual switches and actual mechanical things in a computer. Oh, like okay. I'm talking back when, when when computers were like the size of houses, like the Enigma machine actually, with the giant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that I mean, they that was almost that was actually more mechanical than anything else. But I mean, yeah, there, was, there were points in there where you had systems where you were storing memory in phys- the physical locations of, or like physical um, orientations of devices and things like that. Like marbles. So that would have been more you would put marbles and like little little holders. <laughs> that <laughs> could totally be. There were like tiny little. Uh, what are those things called with the beads that you slide back and forth? Abacuses. Abacus? Yeah. Just like a whole giant, giant matrix of like abacuses. Let's not get into the pluralization argument. <laughs> okay. okay. I think we've, I think we've beat this horse. Um, <laughs> anybody have uh, anything else that is in front of them that they want to play with? Cause I want to talk about nest, but that's just cause it's in front of me. All right. Let's talk about nest. Uh, yeah, that's, that's cool. No, uh, I would say yes. As long as it's combined with a furnace. But Nest is that super cool, brand new, modern uh, furnace control device. Thermostat. Yeah, it's a thermostat that talks to my phone. That's the word. Yeah. Ah, fancy. (laughs) Furnace control device. Well, (laughs) I forgot my words. Yeah, it's it's a environmental control device. Let's call it that. Mm -hmm. So if 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 you combine the whole system together as an HVAC unit that has Nest as the 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 brain and my furnace and fan system as the brawn, then I'd say it's mechatronic. Well, actually, that, I mean, mm. is that really fair though? Would it need Would it need to be Nest specifically? Like, I don't have a fancy computer. Like, I don't. I don't have a Nest no. that doesn't talk to my phone. But I have a thermostat that has clearly got a computer in it because it's got a digital display, and it's not like the old thermostats. It was just like a bulb inside with some mercury, and then as mm-hmm. the coil twisted when the temperature changed, it like would connect and disconnect. So that was a purely electromechanical system. Exactly. But now we've got. Now we have computer. It's a it's a microcontroller in my thermostat, but it's definitely um, got software and it's got electrical sensors, and then it's actuating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's got fans. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that it wouldn't not you don't even need like the Nest necessarily, as long as you've got a uh, a thermostat with some sort of brains in it. Then that's a mechatronic system. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I don't think you'd need to combine it with the whole HVAC system to make it mechatronic. No, you think that like, really? Like, you think just the thermostat, like where yeah. where where does the mechanical part of it? If yeah. you've taken out, because you no longer have any mechanical actuation, it's it then it's purely mm. a, a micro like a microcontroller system. I can put it. Really... I can pull it off my wall, and at that point, it's just a wireless sensor. Yeah, that's true. I guess like hmm. it's a semantic question of like in order to be mechatronics in the truest sense, it has to hit all three of the of the major points. Like okay, I think that's good. We like we've. It seems to be what we're centering in on is a system has to have some sort of mechanical actuation, some sort of electrical signals, and then some sort of intelligence and software in order to be called mechatronics. Yeah. And then you can have subsets of that. Like you've got microelectronics, which you'll get into electro electronics and software. You have like electromechanical systems that are that don't really have software. You'll have uh I guess you can't really have software and mechanical together that don't have some sort of electrical in between. But, mm. That's difficult. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you could probably you you could probably simplify it by just saying that you've got it. It, it has a mechanical system that is in some way controlled by software. Okay, wait. If you mm-hmm. if you um have an older system like an old school like washing machine, and you have cams that have certain shapes that drive switches that 
actuate the different stages of your washing machine. Technically, I've seen um, that considered a mechatronic system because you're programming a mechanical system using cams. Oh, like you're saying like the shape of the actual, the the cam, the, uh, so like you're talking about a cam, like an obl- oblong kind of disc attached to a shaft that will push things. Yeah, exactly. So if times. you imagine like you, you have a, a rod that turns very slowly and along the rod you have different shapes and the shapes push on different switches at different times. Um, depending on what switches are turned on or off, you could go fast speed, slow speed, shaky speed, spin cycle. If if the switches are, are mechanical, like if it's actually it's opening valves or something, so the rest of the system is not electrical. Mm-hmm. Like if you had a, pneuma- a pneumatic system that was controlled by that kind of a cam system, mm-hmm. that that could that could be like a player mm, piano, oh. like the old school ones with the little like uh, thing that turns. It's like that kind of thing where it's it's mechanical okay. programming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so were we looking for an example of something that had software and mechanical without electrical or was that yeah. a mecha- mechatronic system? That's what I was going for. And I think it's probably both because I've seen in mechatronics courses I've taken, they've used old school washing machines as being the example of a mechatronic system before the age of programming. Hmm. Well, oh, okay. I guess it, I mean, it's, it's programming. It's just not in the sense that we really think of it. You're programming yeah. by carving the shape of disks. Yeah, it's odd, but it's actually kind of works. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. <laughs> um okay so i have a fun one so okay i think i was thinking about music so if you take cell phones and if you unless if you ignore the vibrator on a cell phone it's not a megatronic system um if you then though think about people always use their cell phones for music nowadays but back in the day we had mp3 players and even further back cd like disc men and even further back walkmen um and i'm not going to go further back because that's already too far um <laughs> you start with walkman walkman are absolutely mechatronic systems because they have electronics for signal processing they have electrical and they also have mechanical to turn the the tape deck at the right speed depending on what button you press and so on um mm-hmm. cd rot like discman absolutely mechatronic um yep. but then cell phones not really like we've sort of stepped away from mechanical i guess because it wears out over time or whatnot but uh yeah I think that's the big advantage, and and because you're not limited by uh, the speed, like acceleration, you're you're dealing with the physics of electrons as was the physics of moving. Like you, you don't mm-hmm. have inertia yeah. to deal with. You don't need mm-hmm. anti skip. Yeah. Oh man, I was the, <laughs> oh, that was the greatest thing. I when forgot you could walk. about that. Oh man, anti skip was around like carrying it. The shit back in the day. That was like a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and it would had it had the like the ones that had the buffers, and it'd have a certain number of seconds, and so you'd like shake your CD player for a while to see whether how long it took before it started skipping. Yeah. Or with mine, they, it would always that'd be the first thing to break, and so all of a sudden it starts skipping, and you're like, oh, okay, it's broken. I gotta get a new one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, the, the, all the new systems that you're you're trying to go solid state just because it's faster. You're not limited by the mechanical systems. The mechanical systems you are by requirement you're dealing with the physics of moving items, and that's going to be you have inertia, you have friction. There are all sorts of things you don't really want to have to deal with if you can avoid them. Yeah. Okay. What else? Um. So so I think we could generalize. Like we said, cars. We could probably generalize to all trans pretty much all transportation well like automated transportation motorcycles like trains planes oh yeah trains for sure and planes for sure yeah yeah mm-hmm. trains are an, um, an awesome example boats boats yeah boats? Boats? yeah i guess boats that that system that kyle parts. was talking about where it like controls its own position and stuff that's kind of cool yeah i mean there's anything that has the ability to uh take an input and 
um, like go to a certain position, like you're like you're moving something mechanical to a certain position without having like physical stops. You're gonna have to have sensors. You're gonna have to have intelligence. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a boat would definitely like like anything that's got station holding on a boat would be uh like your maybe your boat, um yeah like if you had your like a, a jet boat or a speed boat that you had at your cottage or something maybe maybe not mechatronic because it may not have software but certainly like mm-hmm. large ships. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting though when you think about whether or not you need human intervention because like if you think about a boat like station holding makes sense because you have software that's running the electromechanical system but if you think about like a hand drill that's just a thing that sits there until you pull the trigger even if they have like variable speeds or stuff like that that's governed by some kind of embedded system mm-hmm. like it's there's okay, there's well, a definite that's... level where i'm i'm happier to lean towards it being somewhat automated but i think that might also just be because i think more in terms of robotics than true mechatronics well, like, okay, well, like mm. we like to think in terms of like control engineering, you can have open and closed loop control, open loop, you're just setting some sort of output, and you just assume it's going to do what you want to do, and you're not don't have sensors, and then closed loop, you have sensors that feed back, and you can adjust your control signal based on what your system's actually doing. So mm-hmm. like a drill, if pulling the like variable speeds is just like the amount you pull the trigger changes the voltage to the motor. It's open loop. It's not really controlled, so it's not really mechatronics. Yeah. But if you had like if you had like a big industrial drill that has like torque sensing and has the ability to adjust, like the big drills they use for doing um, like oil drilling and something that I'm sure are mechatronic systems, because I'm sure they have sensors that tell them how much like torque they've got, how much uh, how much they've got, um, how much twist there is in the bits, things like that, that will then inform the control for it. So it really depends on on what you're doing with it um and what scale it's on so same with the mm-hmm. boats kind of thing yeah yeah that's fair exactly so if there's something like an airplane even if it doesn't have autopilot it's still mechatronic because you have a fly-by-wire system where i don't i can't think of a situation where you would have a plane that has a fly-by-wire system but not an autopilot but anyway you have something that's yeah. controlling the mechanical system that is software based mm-hmm there's a controller yeah. somewhere, and that controller is made up of code. It's not, uh, again, like a, a, some sort of mechanical controller. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but even again, even a mechanical controller, if it's got, if it has the ability to, um, I don't know, because like, like I do want to make sure that the mechanical programming mm-hmm. concept we had talking about with the washer mm-hmm. still works. Yeah. So, like fly by wire, if it's if there's some sort of feedback, then it could be a, a, a mechatronic system. I don't know. I don't know that much about like the inter- intervening fly-by-wire systems before it became like really computer-centric. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, if we're going to do mechanical programming, what about electrical programming where you're talking about like logical circuits and stuff like that? Mm. Yeah, or, or yeah, yeah, like logic state machines or... Yeah, because um, mm. like, if you think about a hand drill, a hand drill is governing its speed depending on how firmly you pull the trigger based purely on a logical circuit likely or some yeah. or some kind of electrical circuit that basically has an amp- some kind of amplifier or something yeah if you've got a drill that's got a uh, an overheat it's got a a, a temperature fuse in it mm-hmm. so that when you overheat the motor it cuts out the power um, mm-hmm. is that is that a mechatronic system because you've you've essentially programmed the uh, a, a bang bang controller like it's on off controller for temperature if it's below this then you feed the signal through it's above this then you turn it off yeah i mean for that in that, mm. re- in that level then you can just say that something that has an amplifier is programmed because you have to set a gain and an offset mm. 
Uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's probably going a little far. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think in terms of modern mechatronics concept, like how you would define mechatronics now, probably the old washing machine doesn't meet the... It's certainly a precursor to modern mechatronic systems, yeah. but it probably wouldn't be considered mechatronic. No, okay. not currently. So then yeah. let's let's circle back and say that our, our statement is that uh, a mechatronic system has an electrical component, a mechanical component, and a software component. And uh, the mechanical component is likely actuating something, and the software component is some kind of computer that's running a logical program, and the electrical component can either be something that is sensing or something that is driving the actuated the actuation. So it's sort of like a bridge between the two sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sort of you've got to have the the, the three tent poles are you've got a, a mechanical actuation, you've got electrical like communication then you've got software control and then and as long as you can sort of check off all those boxes then what you've got is probably a mechatronic system yeah probably yeah now the the confusion i think most (laughs) of the confusion now comes out of the you can have an electrical engineer can work on a mechatronics program like a a mechatronic project but you Mm -hmm. would usually need like you'd have a project that would have a mechanical engineer an electrical engineer and a programmer and altogether they do a mechatronics project without necessarily having a mechatronics engineer there yeah, I mean, basically, that's true. You inherently become a generalist. You essentially yeah. don't really do something full depth where you're really spending years studying or working in software. You know enough about software to be able to program something. You know enough about embedded systems to be able to put your program into a microcontroller or an FPGA, um, which someday we'll talk about. And then uh, you know <laughs> enough about electrical to hook all the pieces together you enough know about you know enough about mechanical to make a 3d model that lets you see if it's going to mechanically do what you want and you basically know enough <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah no i think so the mechatronics is the overarching concepts that bring those all together into a system that does something meaningful as opposed to just being at like a motor with some switches on it mm-hmm. and a piece of software off to the side that blinks a light or something or if yeah. you're a, a truly mechatronic focused company like ours you have an electrical department a mechanical department and a software department and they just work together yeah Yeah, very closely but but the key is is having that that you have things that what you're doing in mechanical is informing your electrical design is informing your software design yes Mm -hmm. because yeah the the counter example is you could have something that has a motor and has an electrical system and has software but if they're not interacting with each other then it's not mechatronic like exactly. If, you, hmm. if you've got a mo- you've got a motorized skateboard, and on top of that motorized skateboard is a MP3. Like if you tape an MP3 player and <laughs> a nine volt battery to a skateboard with a motor, you don't have a mechatronic system. It's yeah. just a whole bunch of stuff that's stuck together. If you have an old school like 1950s car that has a radio in it, it's not mechatronic. No, exactly. It has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the CD player in your car is is a mechatronic system, but it, it wouldn't necessarily make your car a mechatronic system if it weren't already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think we've. I think we've got. Uh, yeah. I think we've it's got a good definition. A point. Yeah. If um, you have a different view on what mechatronic systems are, if you're a telecommunications engineer and you feel left out, <laughs> yeah, you should or if contact you went to, us. Uh, if you went to Waterloo for mechatronics for the program that has mechatronics in the name, we'd be curious to know what uh, what they told you you were doing. Oh, I'm one step ahead mm-hmm. of you. I've I've been talking to uh, a gentleman who's a an avid listener by the name of Fayez, and one day he will appear. Oh, is is he a mechatronics grad? Yep. Okay, awesome. Ooh. All right, so I, I wait with bated breath to hear what he has to say about it. And by talking mm-hmm. to him, I mean I just mentioned his name on the podcast, which means I'm talking to him through the wonders of the podcast. 
<laughs> it's one way communication. Yeah. You to him. Hopefully he'll he'll call in and uh and respond. Yeah. Call in. <laughs> I I'm really in the like mindset of radio here. We got we got listeners. Oh no, we had viewers. That was the problem. If one day we get a caller, call that would be so cool. If we're like actually recording and somebody weird. calls us and because <laughs> be of something we just said, yeah. No, that's I don't want Wait. that to happen. We have to call call back in time to when they recorded it. Okay, uh, we're digressing. All right, yeah, yeah. So far, so that means we're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do okay. social medias. All, yes. All the tubes and yep. spheres. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. So you can find us on Facebook.com/slash How Do You Eng and Twitter at at How Do You Eng, mm-hmm. and then Instagram. Dot com slash how do you eng? We have Instagram? Do we have Instagram? We do? No. <laughs> no, we're asking oh. you. No. No. Nope. We okay, don't I have lied. Instagram. No, we don't have Instagram. Crap. No, it's Pinterest. Pinterest is what we got. <laughs> Pinterest. I'm so tired. We we went we went to the, the real social media hotspot, not Instagram. Come now. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well somebody can edit that out. <laughs> nope. I don't know why I don't know why I started saying things. I haven't slept in like seven days right. <laughs> we have a website yeah how do you dot engineer and we have an email address which is feedback at how do you dot engineer mm-hmm. and you can mail to send mail to us at p.o oh box my God, don't do that <laughs> <laughs> we won't read it because we don't check the mail all right oh, okay. it's been great talking to you guys yeah you too yeah